That's right, um, folks. We got someone on the line. Hello and welcome to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and today's episode, a little bit of a departure. I've got someone on the line. I've been trying to get for like, I looked at I looked at the notes, and it was like from two months ago, and I was like, oh, beans, uh, kind of fucked that one up schedule-wise, but I think it'll work out. Uh, you might have heard of this person. You might, you've definitely seen this person's work. Uh, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's because their work was stolen. I'm talking about Stephanie Lindgren, <laughs> a.k.a. Vexany. How you doing? Hey, I'm going, doing quite well. How about you? Uh, mm, eh. I'm always in this state that of sounds like, promising already. I, I know. Yeah, I, I I try to come in with the when all the energy I bring up front. That's all. That shit's fake. That's none. None of that's real. <laughs> this is a facade. This is a cry for help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the mask. The mask that I wear is podcast host. On the inside, I'm just a crying child. Uh, I feel that. Uh, God, I wish I could cry. I feel uh, that side girl energy. Oh, for real. Cool. <laughs> uh, no, I found the only thing that can make me. I just listened to baby metal, and that makes me cry. Um, <laughs> that's uh, okay. That's a, that's a first. But hey, that's the cool, thing man. is, I don't know if that's a joke or not. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the movie Artificial Intelligence that makes me cry. So, and that was like a bad movie by most people's standards. So that is, that is like a hey. You're talking about like the it's one with, really the, with the small boy that was a uh, Haley Joel Osment. He's yeah. a robot, oh, yeah, and then he's right. going looking for his mom. That shit's yeah. sad. That shit's so fucking sad. And it gets so fucking weird. I've been meaning to revisit <laughs> that movie in a in a minute. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's like a Spielberg. It's it, but the, it's the, Spielberg. Yeah, it's like not like Spielberg esque in a way. I don't no, know. I can't. I can't rewatch it. I'll start crying. I don't want to be. I'll have like an existential crisis and start thinking about like mortality and stuff. And I just don't want to go down that route. Or just <laughs> how like we're almost on the precipice of like that part in the movie where all the humans die. We're almost yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> exactly. also that. <laughs> I want to live to tell the tale. If there's anything to tell, but uh, yeah, no. Yay, dystopia. <laughs> Okay, I digress. I digress. This isn't a podcast about movies. This is a podcast about what's been going on on the front page of our Street Fighter or what's been going on on the FGC in general. Uh, but before we get into the meat of the topics, I always have this space at the beginning of the show. If there's anything you want to pitch right now, uh, where can people like follow, anything you got going on on the come up? Uh, you want to make sure that people hit get the hits out first so that when people stop listening at the end, uh, they'll have heard this part. It's like we've tricked them into listening to the pitch. Uh, gotcha, so what, gotcha. What... I work in marketing, so I know this works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right. Um, cool. So, yeah, follow me on pretty much any social media. You'll find me, uh, Vexany and uh, Stephanie Lindgren, or combine them and separate them. Either way, you're probably going to find me, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or even just Google where people send us steal my photos from um so yeah mm. hit me up follow me say hi <laughs> any projects that you're working on or have worked on that uh, you want to send people to uh yeah reluctantly because i'm quite shy about this but i'm nominated for esports photography 
I know you're you're the biggest like son of a bitch about this. I'm trying to <laughs> to build you up as the the like the FGC representative and say here is this incredible photographer and you had, takes these incredible photos and you're like there's also some really good photographers in there. <laughs> you should give yeah. Give them- I mean, it's it, it's true, but I'm also just like I don't know, man. Vote for me, I guess. It's that's cool. Like, yeah, I just I just do my job, man. <laughs> I understand um, that. That's a, but at the same time, like it's also, um, yeah, I I I've received so much support from from not only just the FGC but a lot of esports communities in general. Um, Thomas Tissio is even a, a little little uh, campaign for me called hashtag Vote for Vex. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting serious. Um, but no, I'm I'm really happy to be nominated. Um, really happy to be nominated against and with uh, these other awesome photographers. And I'm happy to be nominated to also represent. Uh, I guess you could say represent the FGC in the highly um, not FGC dominated um, <laughs> award. Uh, yeah, show honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the I mean, one we have thing. people on the on the on the um, the panel. So we have like Reinhardt. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we have uh, F word as well. Uh, so there's representation there, but I mean, mostly it's not FGC. Yeah, like Kitty Kaboom's in there as well for cosplay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's, there's some, there's always a little bit of representation for the FGC, but it, it, it we're all we're such a small insular community. Is that you can always tell when the FGC, like comparatively small to the rest of the world of esports, specifically around mm-hmm. like when the international happens and you look at pro- like money around that and you go, Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> that's, Oh shucks. I wish I had esports money too. It's <laughs> way bigger. But, but then that's the other part is like the most of the community is like, we don't want that esports money, but then they're like, we also want that representation and to grow a big community. It's like, uh, and we also want-, want to have a livable wage to do this forever. <laughs> oh, good fucking luck with that one. Uh, quite yeah. honestly, but hey, we're, I think we're definitely getting there. If you look at like how much attention, so of course I, everyone I've spoken to that's not FGC knows about Evo. People mm-hmm. are starting to have the same sentiment with CEO and with Combo Breaker. So I think like we're mm-hmm. just slowly but surely getting there, for sure. Yeah. Ah, okay, like hmm, okay. Hmm. There's <laughs> that th- that puts like a big hmm on me, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the the tough distinction <laughs> here is that specifically with the FGC is that it's multiple games and multiple companies coming at it to a solo event that is not owned by any of those companies. So it just, it becomes a lot more, a lot more difficult to, I don't know, build from the inside. Like maybe riot will have that esports build behind it and they'll throw their own events. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or like it, we're not here to talk about the the ins and outs of esports. We're here to talk about photography and that thereof. <laughs> However, that's a very interesting conversation though because it does play a role in like who can have jobs, like what jobs are sustainable. Yeah, uh, yeah like absolutely. A photographer's job, if they just do FGC work, is is not sustainable. You can't earn a level. At least I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you tell me about this. Maybe I will tell you about this. So disclaimer, um, I'm the master of derailing. So that's just who I am. I, oh, I derail and I go to very fucked. dark topics. <laughs> so that's my thing. Um, oh, but um, so, yeah, the question, can we make a livable wage of doing only FGC photography? 
um, in a perfect utopian world where people pay invoices on time and book you ahead of time and like um, pay you a decent rate? Absolutely. Um, I think so. If I if I did two if I did an FGC week uh, event every weekend for a month um, and they paid on time and it was like my my average rate, I would be pretty pretty okay. I think. Hmm. Um, hmm. I wouldn't be a millionaire, but I would be uh, a flow and I would be happy. Um, that's again, in a perfect world, there's not back-to-back FGC events every weekend and they're all over the world. So that's also another thing, like how many of those can you actually make it out to? How many of those is it worth it for the TO to fly you out to? Um, you know, cause it's, it's pretty, pretty pricey depending. I mean, I, I'm based in Stockholm. Um, so as an example, um, when I went to or I wanted to go to Combo Breaker this year, as soon as December, as soon as I knew the dates for Combo Breaker, I hit a brick and I was like, hey, flights are 250. Can I can I do you want me? <laughs> Dude, where did <laughs> um, you get 250 and, flights? Was it like Wow Airlines? Do you get like. Walk- no, no, no. That was a, it was a solid airline. It was a Scandinavian Airlines and it was a good flight. And, um, okay. Yeah, so if, uh, shout out if you want to hire me, book me early because flights are pretty cheap. I mean, even for um, I was like, you know, kind of eyeing what it would cost for me to go to a Capcom Cup. It's yeah, like three hundred dollars round trip. That's actually not bad. Like, no, no, not at all. Not at that time, like that time of year. Yeah, I guess because like Evo flights for everyone was like super fucked. Fuck Evo flights. If I would have been in Sweden during Evo, I don't think. I could have made it out because the, the tickets for that from Sweden for like nine hundred dollars plus. I mean, so it's it ain't it ain't easy. It ain't easy to travel to the biggest event in the world. Uh, and and not in one world. of the most expensive cities in the states, I think. Uh, yeah, like that... if you think, yeah, Dyrus. I like Dyrus' blog about Evo. Actually, he made a good point in the sense of. You know why? Why we the FGC so poverty, and then mm. we have an event in Las Vegas, and it's super expensive. Everything is expensive in Las Vegas, yet we managed to make it out there somehow. Um, but not everyone is as fortunate to be able to like buy twenty dollar bottle of Dasani water in their room or Fiji water. Like there, there are ways around it. You just got to be smart. Like I can talk about like my my cheapo way of going to Vegas is like. You gotta you gotta go off the the strip like immediately and like get gro you basically gotta buy groceries that you can live off True. of for like that half a week or like basically a week that you're gonna be there because like any food that you're gonna find is like you don't want to be in a situation where food is an emergency because that emergency food is gonna cost you like twenty bucks for nothing yes. like nothing good um, no exactly. Or like a beer that costs a bad beer that costs like ten bucks, and that's like, I ain't about that life, man. I ain't about no, that. No, I'm I'm a I'm a comfortable person, so I try to find a, a middle ground between those. But I mean, mm-hmm. like I'm fortunate because my my full time job is in with marketing, um, so I, I you know have money to be comfortable and, right. and buy expensive shit sometimes, but it doesn't feel good, and I I feel for people who who aren't in that situation. Yeah. Like, and that's a lot of them. I mean, I was one of them a couple of years ago too. So, I mean, it, it'd be what it'd be, unfortunately. The struggle be, is, is definitely yeah. real, but it's nice to have a, a job on top of a, uh, kind of like this side gig you got going on because you do have a side Ooh. gig. Hey, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. let me reel it back. 
because there's other shit that you're involved in currently that I I want to pitch it to you that I think it's it's worth listening to. Uh, you were also on another podcast. I can't say recently anymore, can I? Because that was like a fucking month ago. It was released a couple weeks ago, so kind of, sort of, depends. Eh, uh, Let's just say recently. Fuck it. Like. <laughs> so so what what tell me about what what was the name of the show? Uh, that was uh, what was it? Low. I think it was low light exposure. Yes. Is what we came up with. Uh, which is brilliant because it's it's funny because photography and low light. <laughs> um, but hilarious. yeah, no, that was the first podcast I've ever been on, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was fun. It's in- intimidating because I was like, oh, what if I say something really stupid? But I mean, no one's perfect. I don't think I said much stupid shit other than my stupid JoJo's references. I was glad um, to hear all the stupid <laughs> shit on that show first, so I know that I'll get the you get all the bullshit out right away, and then. <laughs> filter the dumb jojo's references out yeah <laughs> that's that's something that people tell me i should watch jojo's and all i really know about it is that very good piano interlude that's all mm. the music is, seems you. good so season one is ass and i actually stopped watching so i was like this is tr- absolute trash and then i picked it up again um and it's actually really good just just watch it it's an adventure like it's just just it's like um you know when you watch movies like sharknado and stuff and you just watch it because it's a spectacle yeah, same sure. with jojo's but it's not far from as cringe and it's actually quite brilliant so uh yeah shout outs to <laughs> shout out to jojo's bizarre adventure oh, christ i'm sure that, that hey that's like the safest shit you can say in front of the fgc to be like hey i love jojo's and then like the crowd fucking blows the crowd that's goes cool, wild <laughs> Hell How yeah. about that that Joey Joe star and yeah, man. Ah, uproarious applause? I just want to counter that and say Naruto sucks. So ooh, okay, shots fired. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. the Naruto, Naruto, Naruto <laughs> hater. I can't even say it out loud. I've been drinking too much. It's Friday. Folks. I yeah, like I'm cool with Naruto. I guess I just have a. A bad experience when I was in high school. You know those kids that would run like Naruto and have the headbands and stuff. They just made me not like the show, and I just can't watch it without thinking about those freaking dweebs. That makes you run faster, <laughs> so you can enter Area Fifty One. Everybody knows this. Steph. <laughs> you can area enter Area Fifty One. You can get the class faster. Duh. But. You can dodge bullets. It, it can run so fast you dodge bullets. Duh. Ninja shit. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> galaxy do... brain for me. Throwing up gang signs, letting you run faster. Um, anyway, no, no, no. So you, what, who's the who's the host of that podcast? Um, that was uh, Peanut. Okay. I forget his real person name. I want to give him a shout out because of it. G S underscore P N U T. Peanut David. Cool. Brilliant uh, photographer as well. So it was like cool, kind of like to geek out over stuff. Yeah, I listened to that show and there was kind of, it was a lot of like, it seemed like two long storied photographers saddling up to a bar and being like, hey, has this shit ever happened to you? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that shit's happened to me. Ah, dang. Batteries, right? Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> it's like a low light, right? Fucking eyes. So yeah, that's pretty much what it felt like. It was like a, like a little, you know, sitting in a bar over here for uh, a conversation and then he's going yeah 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 like those, those <laughs> wedding photographers they don't understand the light we got to work in they don't know what's shit. their exposure like god damn granted uh, i did get to shoot my first wedding recently so i, I got the and i get to talk shit about them no that was kind of no. a question that i wanted to ask you about because i feel like right. a lot of industry for like fgc photographers also do like 
general photographer work, like yeah. be it weddings or like graduation photos, baby photos, like all that, all that shit as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So you've like you've done. Is this your first wedding? You said. Yes, this is my first wedding. Cool. What did yeah. that happen, or was that coming up? I'm sorry. I've... Uh, it happened. I photographed it. I conquered it. I kicked ass. I'm pretty. I'm really happy with the how the photos turned out, actually. So I feel really confident going into whatever next. Uh, wedding gig I get you caught all the so, hypest moments you caught the pop-off right I fucking wish Swedish people are so dead on the inside so they don't really <laughs> pop off <laughs> I'm not joking they fucking, okay. they're awful I'm half Swedish and I'm half dead but just oh my god that was so cringy when I like because I did the thing when I take photos of, of anyone right like try to take some serious ones and I try to take some goofy ones and I just say stupid shit to you know make them do stupid stuff and these people were just as stale as i don't know a three-day-old cucumber they just would not give me anything to work with so by the way cucumbers do not go old in three days by the way you can keep a cucumber longer than that i mean i'm not that involved with cucumbers i don't like them much oh really okay yeah they upset me they're good they're good for you they're good for you, but like, why wouldn't you just drink water? It just gets, it's just complicated. Mm, what if you could eat water that was a little bit crunchy? Ew. The fuck? No. Welcome to cucumbers. Anyway, <laughs> uh, or <laughs> uh, like, mm, or like water. How, what's your take on watermelon then? Dude, I'm all about it. Okay. All right. There I'm we can, we can share a love of that. Cause that's like, you yeah. can eat water, but it's like tasty mm-hmm. a little bit. Water. It's like All a right. dessert. Yeah. It's a healthy dessert. All right. Another digression, another digression. Okay. But <laughs> photography, what in your opinion, because you've, in my opinion, what I've seen of your work, like specifically this year, you've had a, it's been like an incredible year. It's like every event you go to, I'm like, oh man, we're not going to get a better photo out of the FGC. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to see one. And then the, like the next event you go to, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> redacted that earlier statement. Let's go to, no, this, this is the one that's good. Uh, yeah. How the fuck are you like, what's going on? Dish. I mean, yeah, I take photos, but damn, shout out to these TOs hosting these amazing events because without like what they're doing, then I wouldn't have these photos. So like that goes down to the lighting, to the staff that they hire, like the way they set things up. I, I mean, I can't take the, I can't, I won't be able to get, I mean, it's obvious, but I would not be able to get Tasty Steve flying up to the heavens if they hadn't hired him, if they didn't put him there, if they didn't like just create this, um, this situation. So right. I don't know. It's just the way they get, they kind of turn out and I'm, I'm really happy for that. And it's just, it's just worked out. And I mean, I kind of feel the same way you <laughs> too. Um, like I, I don't like to talk about myself much and, and whatever, but when it comes to that, it's like a lot of events this year, I'm just like, okay, this is it. This is the photo. I'm, I'm happy now. It's good. And then the next event I'm like, Oh shit, look what I got. Like it just keeps <laughs> building up and it's so much fun. It's so exciting. Well, how, I don't necessarily know how to ask this question, but do you, is it, do you find yourself like, is it a luck situation or are you setting up these shots of like, okay, I know that like tasty Steve's getting excited right now. Maybe I'll Mm. position myself to, to get in front of him. I'll frame him up. 
get the right mm-hmm. lens on and, and all that shit. Or like, yeah. I know that Arslan Ash is about to like, he's fucking killing it. So I got to get myself like in next to the stage in a position. Are you, are you setting up these shots? Is there a thought process behind it? Or are you just like, eh, I was Sometimes in the right, right place, you... right time. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like sometimes you have the option of where you want to be. So I think I'm, I think for like the tasty Steve shot, I walked out and then I saw someone was on stage. Someone was photoing, photographing the stage from like behind and then I was like, okay, well then I'll take I'll take the commentator's desk. And then, in combination with that, I mean, one of the reasons I, I kind of got set up um, is that I saw who was playing, I heard the crowd, I heard Steve, and then I was like, okay, if my calculations are correct, this room is gonna go fucking ballistic in a couple of seconds. So I need to get ready for that. Hmm. Um, and I know that, for example, Steve will, will, will give me the shots by just being himself. Um, but I think a lot of stuff is calculated based on, like, what do I hear? Who is playing? How is the audience responding? And then all of it kind of creates a formula. But a lot of times it's about being at the right place at the right time. So, like, the Arslan Ash photo, um, I mean, I, I didn't really feel like I stood at any kind of, like, advantage point that would give me a sick shot. But then he did what he did. And I was like, Fuck. This is so. This is too good. Thank you for doing this because it was. It was. It framed everything not, perfect. His name was right there. You were like level with the beautiful. stage, like the, and the, the everything about it. The thing is, like when he won, like even I got teary eyed, and I was like, "This is fucking magnificent." So then, when I got the phone, I got framed. It. I, I saw it as well when I was looking into the camera, and I saw his name. I saw the victory. I saw everything he was doing, and I just try to combine that as much as possible very few times like if someone like jumps up in the air very few times we have um enough time to go okay uh i want to get this angle i want to make sure this person's in the background but he was you know just doing something that i've never photographed before um Mm -hmm. and that allowed me to to frame it i guess the way i wanted to but if he had jumped up in the air then that's it's it's ggs it's whatever it needs to be so. Yeah, I suppose that FGC photography is interesting because you have to, it, it's not in that moment, that's like still, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like you have, you can have so many action shots. Like you got Tasty mm-hmm. Steve at the apex of his jump in like yeah. a, in a fast motion kind of like, is there a different, do you have to prepare yourself differently for, for something like that? Or is it just like you happen to have the right settings to, to capture a moment like that? Um, so what I do with most of my events is I kind of have uh, I have different settings on my camera. So I custom do each setting. So like if I'm shooting commentators or if I'm doing the main stage or if I'm doing a dark room, I have three different like kind of custom settings that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's already preset. But when it comes to like just capturing the moment, I'm just, uh, the closest is so such a lame way to describe it, but the closest I can get to it is kind of like being like a sniper. Like you're just waiting for it. Sometimes you just need to hold your breath and then you're holding your gear and you're just waiting for that moment. And you, you know, there's only 10 seconds left. So you're doing like a mental countdown. And then as soon as you get that like KO or whatever it is, you just go nuts with clicking that button or just, you know, rapid, rapid fire. Mm. Take as many as you can, and then pick the right one to exactly to okay. Uh, interesting, because it I don't know. It seems like it's such a it seems like a difficult task. Like, mm. and I'm only basing this information off of like the conversation that you had in that podcast, which I'll I'll share the link in the show notes somewhere wherever the mm-hmm. fuck you're looking to look at show notes for the podcast. I'll I'll share that link as well because you you get into like the nitty gritty of 
like how and why this is like a difficult task uh, for mm. esports in general because the like the rooms themselves. It's actually very interesting that you said, and I'm kind of glad that you did because it was, wasn't something that I thought about. But stage lighting and surrounding area lighting can be yeah. it's actually hyper important for your job like yes absolutely that that makes total sense uh which then got me thinking like at evo pools day is kind of like you got like it's pool's of, day like weird you kind of got like weird lighting all day because it's all yes. like like you got like walmart lighting all day <laughs> yeah exactly which like that seems like it sucks actually yep okay like so there's not like, there's not like good dynamic photos but at the same time good dynamic stuff is happening like yeah like top 64 of evo i always say is like the most exciting time like mm -hmm. it, there, like there's so much energy in such a tight packed space that it is it is bottled it is there yeah. for you to to look at but at the same time it's it, it's under like this fluorescent lighting like that is not yeah. very picturesque let's say but no it's tough it's like it's just the ceo is actually worse because like everyone ended up this like piss yellow color they ended up looking like the Ooh. simpsons everyone hmm. and that's kind of hard to uh hard to fix like no my everyone was having issues with it so um but that's one of those things too like you just have to for, for those so for like pool pictures i'm also very specific because there's pool pictures where it's like dude just playing and then there's you know we get closer to top 64 it's still the pool environment kind of the background and everything right but there's more shit happening so it's it's, it's a bit that's the thing with i think i mentioned another podcast you just have to deal with the cards that you're dealt like you mm -hmm. can't go oh this lighting sucks i mean you can but no one's gonna fucking care right. do your job <laughs> well hmm. do you think that fgc or like you let's say let's say you and maybe some other photographers in the in the business go to uh you go to rick and you say hey rick uh can we get interesting lighting in the pools region so that like shots can be exciting because he seems like the kind of guy who knows how to pitch a tournament. He seems like the kind of guy that would be interested in marketing material, uh, mm. using shots like that. Do you right. think that there's enough, like, uh, maybe enough fervor for, for someone like him to be like, you know what? You might be right. Let me change a little bit. Or my other brain, my TO brain is like, fuck no, we have, we have to have, our, our bracket runners like holding pe like like figuring and finding people so like fuck you fuck off uh i need good lighting <laughs> at that time i can't afford to to have like dynamic lighting in this area uh but anyway so, it's still, the question goes to you though yeah so with that i think so for combo breaker and rick i think like previously we work with a guy named greek um and he's uh like a lighting dude for uh coheed in cambria actually oh shit um, okay He's a, he's, yeah, he's awesome at what he does and he's just a great human being. Yeah, so he yeah. knows and he like hires a team for that. So they, they got it covered. Top of that, 
I'm not bothering Rick all combo weekend other than to tell him great job because he has so much other stuff <laughs> yeah. to worry about. Um, but like if he if, if he had the power to like Thanos level snap his fingers and then fix it, he would definitely do it because he's he's also an artist, right? So he he mm-hmm. gets it for sure. Um, That's why I, would, I brought him up specifically. He's like the yeah, he would be the guy who it. would actually give a fuck about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now he would probably say just go go to Greek, and I I know that by heart as well. Um, or the the lighting dudes. But even then, like I. I'm a, generally, I'm, I don't like to bother people. I don't like to ask questions. I like to figure things out for myself until it really doesn't work. So I just find the angles myself and I'm like, okay, well I can get, if I do it this way, I can get that lighting in the background, which creates a bit more interesting pictures. So like for my photos at Combo Breaker, I try to always, so for example, in pools, always take a photo of a player um, and face them with a stage in the background since there's multiple stages at Combo Breaker. Right. Because each stage has a lighting, and therefore it creates an it could create more of an interesting photo as opposed to someone who's playing in the background is the exit, the fire exit, you know. Right. Yeah, you want to so, be aware of the what will be your backdrop. Yes, exactly. Cool. Uh, okay, I think that, but like in addition to that, do you think that photo? <laughs> let me just roll this question like I'll, let me roll things up together. Let me make a burrito out of this line of questioning in that that I believe that your role, uh, the role of the FGC photographer is important for a number of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that working with organizers to, to make interesting things hang, like that there needs to be discussions about that. And like, obviously like people get paid to, to shoot Evo because then that those become like official photos for, for Evo and all that shit. I guess, I don't know the, what the contracts look like. I'm just guessing, but, but you have an important role. So like where, if you were to explain the role of the FGC photographer to the layman, AKA me, what is it like what 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 is it that you do here um i like to say there's someone like what's a cool way to describe your job i would say i immortalize time for the benefit of your the future of your tournament like that's really good actually (laughs) yeah we have stream clips but you can't frame a stream clip necessarily you can't always like if you have a pitch deck for sponsors you're not gonna make them go through 20 pop-off clips because it's all gonna like kind of be the same so i mean it's it's marketing material it's um capturing moments in history because i think we are making history with i mean any esport really Mm. um so yeah i think it's it's super important It's, it's just generally marketing though um and I think it's also a different angle. So people watch people watch streams when they can't make it out. Um, but if you take a good enough photo, I've had people tell me that the photos I take sometimes can make them feel like they were there or even convince them to go to the event next year. Mm-hmm. And that just, I mean, that means a lot for me, but I can only imagine what that means for the tournament themselves, that they get to keep going, yeah. that they go, someone goes, oh shit, this actually looks really cool, even off stream, you know? So... Yeah, it is financially important for the for the event that you go to. Like you are adding, yeah. you are literally adding value to the thing that you are attending, which yes. sometimes is on your own. I mean, most of the time is on your own dime. Yeah. Hmm. 
No, exactly. And I think like Dream Act does a really good job at it too, because you think about like every event they do, they hire a bunch of photographers to cover different angles. Now they have, I want to guess over, this is maybe exaggerating, but I want to say they have maybe 10 years of content from what they've been doing. They have a, they have image bank going back 10 years mm. of everything that they've done. And that's just priceless marketing material Yeah, for anything and everything. So I feel like the, the event organizers who are aware of that value have leveraged that effectively. Yeah. Let's say, uh, I don't know if you agree or not. Uh, I mean, you were just actually, let's talk let's kind of reel it back a couple months because you were at Eva. We talked about your shots at Eva, mm-hmm. but what was your, even like, what was your in industry Evo experience like? Uh, like how it was to be staff or yeah. Like, yeah, it was, um, I felt so this is kind of like kind of, I don't know, whatever. I felt like I worked really hard to get there. I felt I worked really hard to work together with Carlton and Rob at Evo. Yeah, you can um, say that. You, that that's and, fair. <laughs> you can you can flex. That's fine. Yeah, like no, hell flex. yeah. Because it, it's yeah. not that you're just out there taking the photos. You're also like, that's a moment in time. But you're also yeah. out there doing doing the backroom deals. You're out there slinging yeah. slinging the best shit you got. Yeah, no, I worked fucking hard to be there, and I I felt really proud to be part of such an awesome photo team um and mm. also just part of part of evo i remember my first evo when i was working for yahoo esports <laughs> oh, okay. um and and event hubs and i sat on the concrete floor and connected with my uh i put a hotspot on my phone my swedish phone so expensive as data just to yeah. send over photos to like you know as, as like a live update or whatever i sat on the concrete floor and i had to walk around with my really like i think my gears about like 25 pounds on my back I had to walk around with that all Evo with shitty shoes and, you know, do my job. Oh, and I loved it. And it was mistake. super fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awful. Um, but then, like, going from that and then just being on the staff and then, like, not only just like, working with, with Robin Carlton, but also just, like, the 10-0 crew and, and, and everyone else involved backstage, it, it felt really cool. And um, I, I was just excited to, to, like, okay, this is my shot. This is the first time they're doing a third photographer. This is the first time I'm doing Evo. Um, let's let's fucking do this. I'm gonna prove why I'm here even more. Like, <laughs> so yeah, no, it felt great. No, a lot of work, but oh yeah, yeah. like th- there's a lot of work on like the day ofs and also like weeks after because like photography isn't just taking the picture. That's that's a lot of it, mm-hmm. but like there's a lot of like post work that needs to be done let's say yes i i don't personally know that i was actually just <laughs> guessing i don't know if that's true at all oh you're absolutely uh, <laughs> correct <laughs> something. sometimes i roll the dice i'm a geef main uh <laughs> but, but, but no I it's like, my favorite combo then but yeah uh, go okay. on we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah uh Listen, we're only half hour into the show. That's at the end, which I we'll see where that comes. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so it was your first Evo, like professional. You were hired <laughs> to do this uh, at the at the back end of it. I think you got some some great shots out of it that yeah. will be used for again, like you said, their own marketing material in the future, which is like great for everyone involved. But yeah. kind of industry wide. If you could like basically tell me 
or explain to me what you think the role of the photography or even like how to get into photography uh, mm-hmm. from because this I'm like having trouble asking this question, right? Because I feel like right. the, the fighting game community in and of itself is so many people who just do a lot of work for free, which mm-hmm. like that's kind of a problem. That's kind of a problem, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how are you going to get better at something without having like kind of a portfolio to work with? Like, yeah, it, it, it's rough. Cause like the starting out at, let's say someone's starting out as a photographer and like, well, what do I, I can't get hired. I don't have, all I have are these wedding photos. These mm-hmm. like, all I have are these high school senior photos. It's all I got. Yeah. I got dozens and dozens of baby photos. Is this FGC? The answer is, <laughs> Only if you play Smash, but the, the, <laughs> but oh, no, you went there. You did it. You did the thing. But like, what? Like, how does someone really like? I guess you have to get out there and do it on your own at first. Hell yeah! Put on find your fucking big boy or big girl shoes or whatever, and like, did no one? I don't care if you've shot Steve Aoki once or like a bunch of babies. I like, ain't no one care about that. You need to show up. You need to pay your dues. Um, like my first, uh, my first year of, of esports photography, uh, even DreamHack, I went to all the events by myself. I flew myself out. I paid for my own hotel. The only thing I did was I reached out to TOs and I was like, "Hey, can I photograph your event?" Because you know sometimes they have like safety staff or whatever, and I'm not going to travel there with a bunch of gear and get rejected. So I always make sure that I can bring my stuff. Right. Um, and that whole year, I just I just grinded and I, I went to these events and just wanted to do it because I thought it was fun. I had no intention of getting paid really one day, or maybe continuing it if I didn't like it. So that's how you get started. You just have to do it. And that's why I, I you know, insist on people uh, like volunteering at DreamHack and things like that, because you have to start somewhere. Um, and it has you still have to have relevant experience if you want to grow and like develop in this uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, volunteering is, is super healthy. And I think that that goes for every role you need to, you know, start to your first tournament, you need to photograph yeah. your first local, um, you know, Ooh. play Ooh, logistics okay. person. You know what? I hadn't thought about that. That's actually a great idea. I don't know why I don't know why I hadn't thought about that. Where it's like a fucking course you would just go to the people who are around you to be like, Hey, uh I'm gonna show up here uh and take some good shots for you. Uh, you can use them if you want. I mm-hmm. I'm new at this. Hello. Uh yeah. mm, okay, yeah, good idea. That's what happened to me with um for example, like now I'm in Dublin for Celtic Throwdown. In my first year I reached out to AJ and I was like, Hey, can I can I shoot your event? Um and he was like, Yeah, sure and we talked and I eventually couldn't make it out, but even then over time, I mean I'm I'm here now because AJ's like, you know, he's seen me grow and he's seen the value from my content. We're like, you know, friends and all. So even people who haven't hired me previously, they like they see the grind, they see the development, and then they go, "Okay, she really wants this." And look what it's doing for all these other tournaments. You know, mm, right. look at all these awesome tweets. Look at all this awesome like content to build up the right. So, yeah, it, it's this whole you're building other people's like back catalog of how they can pitch themselves in the future. So it, it, it's all good yeah. shit. 
Uh, so let's let's maybe move on to the let's get a bit dark because it's not yeah. all. Hey, the industry is growing. Hmm. Maybe it is because I think that the growth <laughs> is. Sometimes you see some shit, right? Yeah. I feel like the the larger an event is, or the the more uh, the more real it gets, the more open you are to things such as theft. Mm. What do I mean by theft? So. I see this a lot, actually, uh, more than I would like to, uh, but specifically for people in the FGC or maybe like in all of esports, let's say uh, there's you take your shots, right? You mm-hmm. own your shots. But what if someone just uses that material and doesn't ever credit you at all and actually takes away your watermark? <laughs> has that ever happened to you? Oh, my friend, has it ever happened to me? Yeah, that's a, I think like, it's just, if you just do it, you're just a fuck face, like straight up. Like, so the thing about, you can, you can Google, um, this has happened before and I do not condone it. You can Google a photo and want to use it for your event. And then you see, oh, it belongs to this person. And then just use the photo. That's not cool. However, I was, you know, a couple months ago or about a month ago or two um there's a situation where uh someone actually not only took my photo but they cropped out my my watermark and they cropped out the watermark for a ceo that is just going out of your way to just be a complete fuck face like (laughs) i say fuck face with a lot of emphasis but really who who does that like you can't you how do you function in society being that much of an asshole it, like it's in def- it's an in, it's an indefensible position, right? No, there's no situation where, where someone's like, "Oh, well, I thought that was totally okay without paying you or asking you." Like, no, that's just not. No. Photo. I found this on the internet. It's free. Duh. Fuck out of here. Like things. I don't know. If I, you know. I wish hey. I had a proper response, but it just made me so angry. Steph, I don't know if you know this, but if I find it on the internet. I can just have it, right? That's how the internet works, right? I, I, mean, I, I thought so. <laughs> it's a free-for-all for memes. The thing that gets me is when it's like big businesses that do this shit, too. It's That's We're not just thing. talking about small-time people who are, like, pitch, pitching their shit that, like, no one will ever see. And, like, fucking, like, it sucks, but it's kind of like whatever. You're just, like, a shit heel that stole a photo. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's, like, big, like, corporations do this. And it's like, wait a minute. That blows my mind. Like, how did, how did that happen? Who okayed yeah. this? Yeah, uh, no. But re- regardless of size of company, I always try to. I bring it up. I don't care if I notice someone uses my photos or anyone else I know's photos without the permission. Um, I'll find a way to contact them and be like, "What the hell?" Um, put them on blast. Put them on blast. Like, I, I, I'm pretty shy about doing that compared to other people but really like i don't i'll support my friends and i know they support me when when things like that happen because it's just unacceptable and i mean you know you can have the excuse that there's a there's a small company or whatever but mm-hmm. uh they're gonna learn <laughs> they gotta learn um no matter who they are you know small companies maybe you shouldn't slap them with a 10k copyright infringement fine um right but you should still you know, message them and, and just let them know it's not okay. And I've, I've done that to several companies and then they're like, okay, sorry. We, we honestly didn't know the etiquette for this and that's fine. Now, you know, don't do it again. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, th- that's just, that's so funny. Like having someone be like, we didn't, we're new. Sorry, I'm new here. I didn't know the etiquette is because I've like literally heard that. Like th- in so many ways, that particular phrase given to me by so many esports, like quote unquote air quotes I'm doing with my fingers, esports <laughs> organizations that are like, that don't exist anymore, let's say, uh, specifically because they're like, we don't have fucking any clue what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> and it's obvious. That shit's so obvious. It's uh, obvious. And it's kind of dumb too. Cause I'm like, Oh, we didn't know any better. Yeah, you did. But you know what? I'm going to let it slide. And I'm going to just with that energy of me reaching out to you, I want you to know that I have my eye on you and I will call you out next time you do it. You know? So just kind of scaring them into knowing like they can't just get away with it. So, yeah. Can't take shit for free, Shaq. That's right. Uh, that's kind of a side conversation. Did you see that shit? No, I didn't. Oh, talking about like earlier, we were talking about working for free. Uh, he put out this thing where he was like, hey, do like animators make like a, a 90 second like animation. And if we use it, then you can get like $500. But also, anyone who submits their animation, we get to own it forever. Oh no! Like I've I've seen stuff like that before, and it's so trash. It's like they, there's also like photography competitions like that yes. too. They're like take your favorite photo of our city, and then like fine print is we own the photos forever mm-hmm. to use them and never pay you and alter them, and like you can fuck yourself. That's what it says in fine print. Effectively, like, yeah. Or like yeah. when I or be like big brands being like, give us your best art. Show us your art. And maybe, maybe you'll get a $25 thing to get. Gift certificate yeah, gift that you certificate. can use for our store. Yeah, which yeah. is effectively money to give back to us. Fuck off. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know about Spicy. that one, Shaq. Yeah. Uh, don't do that, Shaq. What the hell? I don't know. He owns Papa John's. Fuck him. Uh, anyway. He does? Oh, he's he's big. He's he's big Papa John's, man. After, after the yeah. Papa himself did a fuck up. Uh, crazy that's so weird because like mm -hmm. Shaq went to my school middle school and he had like this like fat kid show to like for kids to lose weight to like combat childhood obesity and now he owns Papa John's (sighs) it's just ironic yeah it it ain't it ain't a good look Shaq it ain't a good look (laughs) Shaq pay people for your for work Cause that's the, and then the other part is that like people are going to do it. That's the thing that sucks is that like you can just shotgun blast a, a fuck you to the professionals out there and be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Give us your free work that we can own it forever in perpetuity. Um, yeah. yeah, well, but anyway, sure. to you though, as someone who's a photographer, what is that really like when someone does steal your work, does it really, or does it, affect your bottom line at all does it does it change like uh what comes back to you as someone who is potentially trying to make this i mean maybe you're not i, I don't know what your your situation is but make this like a full-time career or potentially making this a full-time career does it hurt those chances yeah. um i would say yeah because i i still have to put my myself in the situation where this is what I my this is what I'm relying on. This is my livelihood, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they do that, then I'm just like it. Just it, it's everything at stake. It's it's similar to you just have to put your, yourself in the situation that you're doing this full time, 
because you know what even if you're not so for example you know still have my, my full-time job not standing up for yourself or not standing up for other people in these type of situations affects everyone mm-hmm. so even if you know you're a bit shy and oh maybe i shouldn't upset anyone fuck that if they if you if they keep stealing your art then it's going to affect everyone even the people doing this full-time and if people just keep stealing stuff and getting away with it then some people who do this full-time won't be able to to continue because there's no there's no enforcement of this etiquette of asking or paying or whatever so um yeah i just put myself in that mentality because i do want to do this full-time eventually um so i'm just gonna i treat it just as that right but you also don't have like you don't have your own PR that's out there looking around, scouring the internet for instances <laughs> where your likeness is used, let's say. Uh, Not necessarily, but I do have a lot of people who, who hit me up and they're like, hey, is this your photo? So yeah, yeah. they ask for permission, you know? So people people recognize my photos and I think that's really cool. Um, and I really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. And people message me and they're like, is this, is this yours? I was like, oh yeah, that's how I found out about the the cropped CO uh, watermark thing I mentioned. Mm-hmm. That was someone who wrote to me. I thought would have never known about it. Um, yeah, but, the community really takes care of their own in that sense. And I feel like th- yeah. this is to anyone who's listening, uh, use a little bit of vigilance maybe. Like if, if someone uses a photo that you're like, that looks like it's a professional photo, but I don't see any markings on it. Mm-hmm. Raise an eyebrow at that perhaps. Yeah, no, you and you also like you kind of recognize. So for me, I recognize different styles of of, of photography from the different esports photographers. Right, so like, I no keep shit. an eye on that too. Okay. So when I see, you know, someone's photo being used for something, and I'm like, okay, I know they would not say yes to this. Then you know, I, I hit them up and I say, hey, are you okay with this? And then take it from there. I keep an eye. They, everyone's got my back, and I've got their back. So we kind of have a a buddy system. <laughs> Interesting. That's cool. I, I didn't realize yeah. that. Uh, so not a real PR agency, but it's still pretty awesome that people do that. Photographer Wrangler. No, that starts with a W. I don't know. I, I was trying to make an acronym of it, but that might be. <laughs> but an, an initialization of it. It's, yeah. it's also non-photographers too. So it's like it's pretty much anyone who's just like, hey, I like your work. True. And uh, yeah. And this, I saw a hot, I saw the hottest photo in esports entertainment, uh, and it was not credited to you. So I raises yeah. raise the raise an eyebrow at that. Yeah, um, what's going on with if, that? If I can, you know, pat you on the back again. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, okay. Is there anything before we kind of like move into the end of the episode? Is there anything else about the FGC and photography, or even photography in general, that you would want to talk about before uh, we close things up? Um, that's a that's a great question. Is there anything, anything you're you want passionate to add to about? It? Anything? Anything you want to talk about? You want to talk up like Celtic Throwdown at all? Which I'd be cool. That seems like a great. I've never been to it. Seems dope. I I want to I want to give a shout out to to the European FTC because um, mm. as much as you know you've seen me grinding, these people have come so far with everything they've done. I'm so fucking proud of every single TO, every tournament I've been to or even just like stream monitored. The European FGC is stepping up so much in quality and how we're running our events. Oh, yeah. um, and it's so impressive and I'm, I'm really proud of them and I'm so happy to be a part of it and to like help them as much as I can. I don't care if it's a local or, or a ranking or a premier or anything like that. Um, 
yeah efgc god bless <laughs> yeah I, I agree with that it's one of those weird things where the you the kind of fucking crushes it but doesn't necessarily get the they don't get like credit where credit is due almost like no exactly because we're not we don't like have an Evo and like, we're not, we're not quite there yet with some of our events, but the people right. who are, the people are putting in the work for this. There's people who want to do this full time. Like there's people I see in the EU who are in similar roles to successful TOs or, or successful um, full-time TOs in the States. Mm-hmm. And I know they're going to get there because they have that passion. And I think that that's what, that's what kind of makes a successful event is um, people who are there and make it work. Um, everyone has this this thing in common of being this self-driven self-motivated um disturbingly hard-working um personality types and that will that will take you places uh no matter what industry i think but i see that a lot in the european TOs. so it's it's just a matter of time really mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. they're understanding the value for sure and i think like just them seeing the value in me um says a lot so all right and again, want to remind people, vote for Steph. Uh, vote for me. <laughs> vote for Steph. Uh, that'll be shared. That, all that esports awards and all that shit. Because you're like a, you got like a fucking medal. They gave you a medal. They gave me a medal. That was so cool. I love it. You're like it's official. Um, it's official. It's real. Uh, and everyone's like, aren't you, people? The people on my job are like, aren't you like the best esports photographer? And I'm like. I guess. I don't know. Like I was nominated. They don't know much about it, but they're, they're sweethearts and they try to support yeah. where they can. But I mean, as well as I gave a shout out to the other photographers, because I'm like, I don't want them to check out esports photography and esports just because of me. I want them to check it out and stream monsters to, you know, maybe get into it themselves. So, yeah, be a add to the community, maybe for yeah. once. You, you fucking slack ass motherfuckers out there. Don't just <laughs> consume. What the fuck are you doing? Get off your fucking ass. D- follow your passion and do what you want to do and put good into the world, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Pretty that, much. That's I right. I think there's a place for everyone, to be honest. <laughs> so there's there's positions to fill at every like event so just give yeah. it a go like that it feels true. really good to be part of not just the FGC but also part of building an event like mm-hmm. okay now I'm uh, you know not the person actually building the stages and whatnot but just being able to like support that and and you know have those people and call them my friends is, is something that's really really special so um, and I think like it's for, like, for it's me like you said though you're you're totally a part of that like it's without esports or FTC photographers, there wouldn't be that, that good material out there to share and let people know what events are about. I think, yeah, I think credit's no. worth it. Yeah, I think it's important. And also like, I mean, shout outs also to, to DreamHack. I mean, like I mentioned in the, in the previous podcast as well, um, when I went to my first DreamHack, I was volunteering. Um, I mean, long story short, it, it got me out of uh, a really, really dark place just by, being a volunteer and being surrounded by like-minded people who are equally passionate about gaming and just all around just awesome people so yeah give it a go if you're depressed or anxious or something like you'll you'll meet some really cool people in this community and that can i mean it helped me it might help you so that's another like angle i really would like to highlight no, that's a. I I think that's entirely true like getting out get some fresh air go outside 
my and fresh and fresh air. That's debatable. Well, yeah. <laughs> it depends on whose pools you're standing around. Uh, <laughs> some stank ass motherfuckers, man. Like the rule number one. Dude, I have smelled some smells this year. I don't know how people manage. Like wash your ass, dude. That's the wash like, step your one. Ass. Like how, how do you walk around smelling like Cheetos? How is your body odor Cheetos? Like what the fuck are you doing? It's it's oh. really just like you know how you know how like you, people say like you are what you eat. Where I feel like there it's it like changes your DNA to the point of like it, like it's so <laughs> like this processed cheese dust that like gets into your skin to where it like it becomes a part of you, and and you become the the Chester Cheeto. You become the Cheeto. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, and it comes terrible. out of you in the in the most inopportune ways. Like just uh, squeezes out of your pores and just yeah, <laughs> it makes all handshaking situations as bad. Which, by the way, don't shake anyone's fucking hand if you're going to an no. event. Fist bump only. I mean, if there's anything I hope people take away from this podcast, is wash your ass. Wash your ass. Vaccinate your kids. Because uh, <laughs> that's the other thing. Uh, fucking Evo, man. Uh, oh my god yeah the <laughs> oh, hey god, welcome to america people. vaccines are optional <laughs> america fucking uh Ugh. not gonna we don't have time for that one <laughs> we don't have time to discuss the the importance of vaccinating your children um but regardless <laughs> for and but in all fairness it might have it might not have come from the fgc it might have just been a a Vegas wide thing. There were different patient zeros, let's say, uh, which is in and of itself terrifying. But anyway, (laughs) so folks, let's move on to the end of the show. Steph, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Thank you for your time. It is like, it's late where you are right now. It's Uh, actually only 11. So I'm good. Oh really? Okay. I thought maybe I was like ahead of, yeah, no, you're right. Okay, cool. I was like ahead of myself for some reason. But anyway. Yeah, no, we're good. Uh, no, that, we're making good time. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot let you go without asking mm-hmm. a line of questioning that I ask everyone and as it is their first time on the show. Uh, and, it, and I think that it can tell a lot about a person by the way that they answer the question. Uh, it All comes right. in two parts. The first part of the question is, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Sagat heavy kick. Okay. Is there any particular Sagat or just like Sagat? I mean, it's like basically the same. Just seeing a giant ass leg fly in the air and just, I I just love it. No, I I agree. Why exactly? What, what, what is pleasurable to you about the Sagat heavy kick? Imagining doing that to people who crop my photos. No. You're going to like Tony Jaw someone right in the fucking face? Okay. Like, I know, because I just picture myself, like, after, like, a good workout, like, a really good leg workout, when your leg feels all, like, massive and pumped, and how good it would feel to just kick someone like that. It's just... Mm. <laughs> to, mm. to use all that powerful leg energy to, like, really Muay Thai someone right in the jaw with a <sighs> with your fucking taped up shin ready to go. Muay Thai and anti-vaxxer in the face. Just... Yeah. Yeah. If only we could get Tony Jaw to fight all the anti-vaxxers. Uh, in a perfect world. He might be one himself, honestly. He kind of went <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, not going to get into that one. Uh, if you don't, By the way, folks, uh, go watch like The Protector or Tom Young-Goon. Very, very, very good movies. Uh, but anyway, or Ong Bak, of course. Uh, 
by the way, this is a movie podcast where we explicitly talk about <laughs> <laughs> about movies. Uh, part two of the question, though, which I think can tell a lot about a person, is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game? This is so biased, but Geef comboing Beatrigger 1 and 2 Super. Okay. All right. Uh, my uh, my boyfriend, who's also one of my by far biggest fans and supporters, is a Geef main. And yeah. that shit's hype as fuck for what? Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. It's so good. It's You're like... also very biased in this topic, but no, I just I just love seeing him like just win. I mean, mainly with Geef. Because Geef, Geef is hype. Like, I think he's hype. I think him, um, I love seeing Abigail. I just want to see the world burn. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. People don't understand that, like, putting someone in a fucked up situation is so much fun. There's so much fun to watch. Like, because I don't play particularly much myself because I don't really have time to, to get good, unfortunately. But just, I just love chaos. Mm-hmm. I yes. like seeing Mika. Yes. I like seeing Mika. <laughs> I love chaos. Let the chaos <laughs> reign. Yes. Yes. I, I knew you were a I good guest. Spend, I don't like watching Geef versus Minot, um, but Minot's also mm. my waifu, so I don't, I don't know. I like seeing her on screen, but she's a bitch. Yeah, there's not a lot of chaos in that matchup. It's a lot of, like, controlled, you stay over there. She's um, so boring. Like, mm. I, she's so dry. I can't, I can't stand her, but I like her character design, so, you know, she's cute. But, um, no, I just, like, yeah, chaos. Abigail gets you in the corner. <laughs> I hope I see. I hope I see some of that this weekend, and I really hope I see some Hondas this weekend. Yeah, Hondas looking in- interesting. I don't. Uh, I had this conversation uh, last week on the pod, uh, which to me was only like two days ago, because that's how time works. If I could lift the veil a little bit <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, on the internet. To to me, it was three days, but to you, <laughs> young listener. It was a week, a week ago. Uh, it's he's he suffers defensively. He's he's interesting. He's got some like good damage. I like his combos. They're fun. I love Kara canceling. It's one of my favorite things in any fight in in fighting games. Uh, which he can. He's one of the few characters who can do that. Uh, he's fun, but he, we'll see. We're we'll see where he lands. I think Poison is a little bit more uh, viable or Lucia. But uh, so I have a question for you, actually. Really? Okay. Please. Yeah. So, who would you? Who are the three characters you would have liked to see announced instead of Honda, Poison, and Lucia? Oh shit! I have to. I, mm, okay. Well, I would have liked to have seen Honda, but I'm not going to answer that. So, three characters. Hmm. Eagle. Okay. Get Eagle in there. Uh, get Dudley in there. Get Dudley. Okay. okay. Some classy gentlemen. Uh, mm-hmm can't put q in the game that'd be dumb because you already have g so that's that shit's stupid don't worry about it kids i get it g's a popular character i love I, I love q but i'm already confused i've just i did a verbal mix-up with g and q already so it's it's there <laughs> don't worry about it um and the twins but they're one character because fucking sf5 anything goes right <laughs> pretty much yolo <laughs> Wouldn't that be something it's if they were that. like, hey, the twins are out, but it's one character. You pick Yun and Yang, one character. Pretty much. That yeah, would be no, fu- they're, both, they're both their own V-trigger. Yeah, that would be <laughs> an extremely fucked up thing for Capcom to do. So just fucking let chaos reign. I don't give a shit. Uh, Man, that that would, would make people extremely Koto. angry. So yes. let it rip. 
<laughs> no, like I said, I love chaos. I would, I'm happy Honda made it. I don't care what anyone says. I want to watch the world burn. I really wish Nakoda would have made it too. Oh yeah, I think that yeah, been fun. yeah, definitely. I think yeah, she would be a fun. That's one of those characters where I'm like, she's super fun to to put in a game, but I think that they would nerf what would make her what makes her fun in other games. Well, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know because it's like a lot of characters have extremely explosive V triggers, which is like kind of her thing is explosive damage to where I feel like Makoto in street fighter five. If you allow her to this character, by the way, this character doesn't exist. And I don't know of any plans for this character to exist, but if Makoto isn't, if she gets into street fighter five, if she pops V trigger, you are dead. That, that is how she works. That's kind of how I see it as well. That's why I want her in the game. She just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be sick but hey we got i got i think i said it too i was like honda was gonna make it and was like don't don't say that so i'm sorry don't want to say it out <laughs> i don't know why people don't like him the man fa- fights in a bathroom and there's i i like that aesthetic Dude, his stage is a shit i love his stage mm-hmm. it's very good it's a classic so, yeah exactly but uh, eh. I, I, I'm not the one that makes the rules. I just take the photos. <laughs> I, I have an additional question for you. Pop quiz, motherfucker. Oh, uh, fuck. I know. Check this out. We've talked about normals. We've talked about combos and fighting games. What's your favorite lens and aperture combo, maybe? <laughs> lens and aperture combo. Oh, uh, my favorite lens is my 1635. Aperture... Uh, I mean, it depends, really. I, if I can, I mean, I have to say 2.8 because it just works. <laughs> it's like the standard. If I can raise it, that's cool and all, but 2.8 is where it's like, I, none of my lenses are under, none of my lenses, all my lenses are 2.8. I can't do anything higher than that. It's just not going to, it's not meant to be. So that's, uh, that was it, right? Lens and aperture. I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. I, I don't know what I, I'm surprised that that was a question that was able to be answered, to be quite honest. I'm, uh, I'm proud of you too. You're, you're making really good assumptions. You're like, I, again, I assume you guys the dice. I'm a geek main, baby. Let it ride. 50, 50. I just said words that I knew. And guess what folks? There was an answer. Uh, there was an answer. <laughs> No, but anyway, thank you so much for joining us on on this uh, this episode of RSF Radio. It has been a pleasure talking to you uh, to learn Likewise. a little bit more about uh, the industry and and what things are like for a photographer out there. It's hard out there in the streets. Uh, it, it is. It but is. before you go, uh, let's do the pitch again. What do you got going on? Where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet by searching for Vixeny. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, or Stephanie Lindgren, my, my full name. I'm nominated for Esports Photographer of the Year again. So if you like what I do, you can vote for me or check out other artists because they're also great. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I'm here at Celtic Throwdown. It's going to be a sick weekend after that. Dream of Montreal. Uh, after that, Arctic Invitational. Um, I'm busy, but not busy all the time. So just say hi. And if you guys have any questions about photography or anything like that, just hit me up. I'm, I'm a very open book that can derail conversations and go to a very dark place. Uh, so let's just talk. About. This I don't podcast know. <laughs> didn't get dark at all. We didn't even talk about my depression. And the... <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> we, we, we tapped into it at first. What, what did we say about like, 
I forget what it was, but uh, no, this, don't worry, folks. This podcast is just a facade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. That's what it was. It was a facade. Yeah, if you, if you want to see the the real darkness, follow me at Super Joe Monday on the Twitter. The real darkness. Uh, Profound really. sadness. It's all it's all just brick pics there, uh, which are joyous and good. Uh, to be honest, that's you get you get the the unsolicited brick pics over the Twitter. Uh, and it makes everybody just, smile. I'm sorry, I just can't. It makes me smell too for multiple reasons. It is a dog, and it's also my boyfriend's handle. So mm, yeah, true. I get it. I yeah. just it looks like a double. He's double a heartbreaker. Painting. He's a heartbreaker. I got one today. My, <laughs> one of my favorite things. Uh, this is like a good photography joke. Brick. Okay, so people who don't know, fuck off. Uh, but my dog. Uh, for people who do know, uh, they would they would know. If you were cool, you would know. Brick. Uh, my dog, not your boyfriend. He's he's small boy. He's small boy, eleven pounds, small boy. Uh, and one of my favorite things, my favorite photos of Brick, is when he's like far off in the background because he's small, but he, like his ears very big. It's very funny to me. Every time it gets me. Uh, I, there's not really a photog that it's not really a photography word for that, but just small boy in background of photo. Very funny to me. I need to see this photo. Uh, there's a there's a very good one where I snuck up. He was he was hiding in our bed, uh, and his his little ears like popped out from like behind the <laughs> covers, and it's like just his head, and oh like from like from full length bed shot, and it's it's just him. It's very oh, it's choice. So it makes me laugh every time I see it. I can't uh, wait. Oh my god, I love it. Oh yeah, shout out to people. Uh, I love animals. Send me pictures of your dogs and your cats. And everything you got. Yeah. Cute animals. Let's send, go. Not babies. Yes, please send all your unsolicited animal photos to at Vexany on Twitter.com. <laughs> Vexane, to Vexane on Twitter.com because that's probably how you read it in your brain, you idiot motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Said, not babies. That sounds cool. I, I care about some of my friends' babies. I'm not going to lie. Just, uh, yeah. I'm not, I always wonder that. Do people. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen. I got um, time. I got. I got shit no, to but do this right is now. Like don't slightly worry. offensive. Like I don't know if I should go there. Oh, far be it from me to air any offensive material. So, okay, on this, this doesn't pod. matter because I'm not targeting anyone. I'm just wondering: Do people know if they have like an ugly baby? Do people know they have an ugly baby? I don't think they do. I think they lie. They, the lie becomes so. You know. It's the same thing, you know how like people who are hoarders don't think that they have a problem, right? Like they don't think that their house smells, they don't think that their house looks bad. They're like, "This is my house. This is the good place that I live." It's like the same. It's like a. It's a problem yeah. with ba when you have an ugly baby. Guess what? You, you there's a mental. That's block your ugly baby. That's your ugly baby, but you have mental block that prevents you from seeing ugly baby. But that's, guess that's what? That's good though. That makes me really happy because can you imagine if like they knew. And then they just didn't want it anymore. I think right. that's just See, like this human. is this is the dark side I'm telling you. <laughs> I think that that might just be like a human behavior, right? I think we can we can study early humans uh, at the start of humanity, uh, <laughs> learn this defense mechanism of you know when they see an ugly baby, they 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 don't their brain prevents them from seeing it. Uh, really weird. <laughs> this saves them to from predators. Fair, I mean, I think we're also naturally uh, inclined to think that babies are cute, so I think it also falls on us. But yeah, mm. I, I don't know. Uh <laughs> Listen, sorry for for all you babies who are out there who are listening. 
uh, I ain't cool with you. I can't fuck with you. I'm sorry. Like, sorry, babies. Listen, you babies who are, are clearly listening to this podcast. Listen, I know I get a lot of write-ins for this podcast. There's a lot of reviews that are like, I think this show's pretty good. By the way, I'm three years old. What Street Fighter? Listen, babies. One, thank you for listening. It pumps my numbers up. That's great. But also, fuck off, baby. I don't like you. I don't like the shit you're bringing to me. I don't like your problems. I can drive a car. I don't wor- like, I'm not worried about your life, baby. Get out of here. Same disclaimer. <laughs> this is not a this is not a jab at any babies out there. I'm just theorizing. Yeah, I know. That. Oh, like God. I said, there's a lot of Smash people who listen to this to this podcast. I know. It's, Bobby's. Yeah, I don't want to go back to that. Well, uh, I should probably end this podcast before we get into trouble. <laughs> uh, why am I the one that's worried? Anyway, welcome. <laughs> You can also and goodbye. Yeah, you can also find it at redditsf on twitter.com or just hop on to our Street Fighter and see all the good things that are there. Which, by the way, um, I think that more FGC photographers should probably post their their direct links to our Street Fighter. That would be that would be nice to see the official shit. Um, Yeah. Definitely. On the, the rstreetfighter.com. Uh, that'd be cool. Uh, but regardless, uh, so if you're out there taking photos, share them. That stuff's cool. There's there's always a bunch of fan art there. Take more photos. And, Do more of everything you love except for, like, bad things. <laughs> what if I love being a shit heel? What if I love stealing? What if I love theft? This is what I mean. I do not condone those actions. But if you like taking pretty pictures, if you like uh, organizing uh, events, if you like running tournaments, those those kind of things. Don't don't steal. Don't be a shitty healer. You know. Don't don't uh, don't pick me not. I like how know? there's gonna be people who have listened to this entire podcast and are like, didn't twenty minutes ago they say they were gonna be done? Or like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like, she's going on tangents at this point. Or like, they hear us say that first bit, and they're like, wait a fuck, there's 20 more minutes? What? Did they really talk about their Twitter handles for 20 more minutes? What? I was going to hang up, but I'm a baby, and I feel targeted. Oh, well. (laughs) All right, babies. Uh, (laughs) Good night, baby. Uh, Good night. This is getting weird. Thank you for listening, baby. Uh, end this now <laughs> all right we will all right folks thank you again for listening uh catch thank the show you. every week every thursday uh for another edition of rsf radio don't forget about the tournaments big tournaments monday and friday is the r street fighter tournaments uh well, i was gonna say what the biggest weekly but i think that the the sam show weekly uh by the way shout out to yeah. jeff the hero we got like fully endorsed by SNK. They were like, this is, we're going to throw our weight behind this tournament. Uh, and he's been getting big numbers every week. And I, I will tip my hat and say, congratulations, Jeff. I think that, uh, you now run the largest weekly online tournament for fighting games. So good shit, man. Uh, that shit's awesome. Uh, but anyway, that's a show catch again on another, before I say something damaging to my career, uh, take care. We'll see. Dude, I'm never week. gonna be a baby photographer now. This is gonna get me blacklisted. Or no, no. Or ending jobs. this. Po- I I had a tangent in my head. Cutting that shit off. Take care, yeah, folks. Yeah, let's just end it. I'm sorry. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> see you next week. Bye.